Hello and welcome to What a Terrible Idea. Today's episode, Veganism, What a Terrible Idea, is about to come up. But first, to bring you up to date with all things hybrid, uh, the hybrid team comprising Tom, Ali, Alec Harwood and House competed in and won the National Fitness Games. Calm down, calm down everyone. They actually won the day on Saturday at Body Power and came second overall in the qualifying event, um, which qualifies them for the finals at Loughborough, which is excellent, where they'll be competing again with uh, Team Barbell Bad Boys from Portishead. So shout out to uh, Cam, Andy, Aaron and Simon as well. Um, what else have we got? Workshops. We've got hybrid handstand workshop in Shropshire on the 8th of June at MeFit. So if you want to learn how to do handstands, 1st of June, that's the 1st of June, not the 8th of June. There is a workshop on the 8th of June, but that's in Bristol, but we'll come to that shortly. If you want to learn how to do handstands, um, incorporate sort of mobility, skills and play, and just sort of how to start having a bit more fun with your training, then that would probably be an excellent idea to turn up to that. We've got two Bristol-based workshops on the 8th of June and the 20th of July at Sweatbox. Uh, so if you are Bristol-based, then it'd be excellent to see you then. Uh, I think that is everything to bring you up to date with hybrid. So stay tuned for veganism. What a terrible idea. Hello and welcome to What a Terrible Idea. Today's episode, What a Terrible Idea Veganism is. Ooh. Ooh. Oh. Uh, yeah, what a terrible idea veganism is. Gosh. So, very, many, very um, clickbait, very hate mail. How much hate mail are we going to get from this? Lots, I hope. Um, so we want to introduce a new feature to the podcast as well. So if you hate us uh, or disagree with us profoundly, please let us know in like the nastiest and funniest way you can, because we're going to start reading out any hate mail we get. Um, on the podcast because we think it would be really, really funny to read it out and laugh at it. That would be great. Boy, boily people generally are quite funny, aren't they? Yeah, boily yeah. people do do make me laugh quite a lot. Do you yeah. want to explain boily? Uh, so you know when you're stuck in traffic and someone beeps at you to get closer to the car in front <laughs> so that they, you can be stuck in the same traffic but just a little bit closer... And they get really mad at you for leaving a normal space. No, you're going to get there the same time. Yeah. You're not bad. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, at least if I carry on doing this, we'll probably just be able to carry on moving at oh. 5 to 10 miles an hour for the whole time. Yeah, yeah. As opposed to going at like 20 to 30 miles an hour, slamming my brakes on, and then getting like boiling myself, shouting and doing the same thing every 30 seconds. I think my least favourite form of it mm. or my favorite depending on your outlook is when you're actually driving in like a normal flow of traffic on the motorway so you're in the outside lane mm -hmm. you're doing like mm. 80 miles an hour or so you're doing the same speed as the as the, the flow of traffic and then someone tries to undertake you because you've left like a 10 meter gap or something between you and the car in front doing exactly the same speed of you and like miles of traffic in front of you doing the same speed but they they want to be one place further in the queue so they, they undertake you and then they look at you and they like 
gesticulate and shout. That's really Q- funny. Cues in general <laughs> are just where people get really boiling for no reason. It's yeah. so funny. Do you remember that time we were at um, Thorpe Park? <laughs> <laughs> this is my favourite, actually. <laughs> so we were at Thorpe Park, and um, obviously you got a queue for ages to go on rides, and it wasn't even... and. Um, we were like what twenty minutes from the front or something. Yeah, like ages like, from the front. Not even you couldn't even see the start of the ride yet. And um, I was quite hungry, so I uh, got my bag out, sat on the floor, started making a sandwich. And then the people in front were obviously moving a little bit ahead, and they're probably what like twenty meters ahead, if that. If but that. Yeah. And the people behind us are like, "Can you move that, please?" And I was like, "No." I'm making my sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> you can wait until I've made my sandwich. You're going to be in the same place in the queue, whether you're 10 metres that way or you're there. And this kid was so mad. <laughs> they couldn't wrap their head around no, it at all, could they? They couldn't understand that I wasn't willing to move. You'll get on that ride at exactly the same time. <laughs> like, it couldn't even be more sane. I know. <laughs> Um, and he was getting really boily, and it was quite a funny cue for the next 20 minutes because he was really pissed off. Yeah. <laughs> also, he might have been boily because he was a vegan and you were making a chicken sandwich. Or maybe. Or didn't consider that. Ham as well. Ham. Chicken and ham. Chicken That's and a ham. solid sandwich, though, isn't mm. it? They were good sandwiches. Uh, fact of the day. Fact of the day. Oh, fact of the day. This is a good one. <clears throat> this is a good one. Um, so... When we sort of like try and ask the question, is there alien life out there? Um, the thing is, we're only really asking the question, is there alien life in nope. 0.0000001% of the observable universe? Because that's the only part of the observable universe we, could, we can actually access anyway. Or that probably can access us unless wormholes are a real thing. So, mental Explain minute. Explain why that is the case. So, because um, things move away from us faster than the speed of light because space is expanding, there is so much of the universe that we'll never ever be able to access. Because literally, if you just like, if even if you could travel at the speed of light, which would probably be impossible, um, is currently impossible. Um, <clears throat> You could never catch up. With. You could never catch up with the way, how fast it's moving away from you. So you'd just be travelling through empty space forever. And it also means that, like, million, like, really, 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 really far into the future, um, like hundreds of millions of years, um, if there's still civilizations, um, whether it, like in in this universe, Earth will be fucked by then. Um, they would literally not be able to see anything. Because uh, it would have moved away so fast and redshifted so much that they'll only be able to see what's in their real small pocket of the universe, like what's in like the Milky Way or the um, Milk Droid. It will be by them, and um, they would literally have just have to believe stories from like today that there was <laughs> other um, parts of the universe. That'd be funny, wouldn't it? That's actually mental. Do you reckon you'd believe it's crazy. it? If you were like some really advanced civilization there and some people were like, oh, you know, millions of years ago, there was loads more in this universe. And they're like, nah, you're lying. Surely they'll probably still have pictures and stuff. Well, yeah, but I mean, just think about how... They'd be lost in the clouds somewhere, wouldn't they? Just think about how old like that information would be. Yeah. Like it'd be so old, it'd be really hard to believe. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Might not even be able to translate it. Yeah. 
like trying to understand what we're on about. And the, I mean, they'll be living on different planets as well. If they're, if they're still civilizations at that point, because Earth would be engulfed by the sun. Gosh, gosh. Sorry. I would be a Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. There's plenty of the universe for me to try and explore. Mm. I think. <laughs> Need to explore. Yeah. Okay. All of the UK first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All of Bristol. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, what a terrible idea veganism is. And we should probably preface this by saying that veganism is a terrible idea if you're doing it for any other reason than you don't want animals to die because of ethical if, reasons. If it's because of ethical reasons then veganism is an excellent idea for, or, um, for you. Or environmental reasons. Environmental reasons. Probably also a very good reason. Very good reason for being yeah. vegan. Uh, um, but if you're doing it because you think it is a healthier diet or it's going to help you to lose weight, then it is probably a terrible idea. Isn't it? I agree with that. Good. Totally. Confirming bias. <laughs> <laughs> No, so like it sort of boils down to that thing where if a diet's got a name, um, it's got a a set of paradigms that you've got to abide by for some unknown reason that um, never really is never really backed by any evidence, <clears throat> whether it's veganism or low carb or keto or whatever, whatever that diet specifically is, it will omit things that actually carry um, a lot of health benefits um, and by virtue of admitting those things you miss out on potentially you potentially could miss out on quite a large proportion of um, things that would be healthful yeah so in veganism obviously like you've you you, you miss out uh, any meats and and fish which carry in mean, fish carry a omega-3 fatty acids which are really 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 um beneficial for overall health and you can't i mean um yeah the conversions from like yeah is it like flax seeds and things it's like just, that the conversion rates are really really inefficient aren't they you just you just yeah. can't it's really really hard to mimic that um in, and in most people who uh who eat fish they don't eat enough anyway so supplement yeah. with a omega-3 a really high quality omega-3 is almost certainly a good idea like omega-3 fatty acids have a positive impact on like when you look at the data on it, it's like this can't be true. Like the, the amount of things they actually have positive impact on is, is enormous. Um, from like uh, just like bone health, uh, cardiovascular health, <clears throat> um, even said small function. yeah brain function, small positive impacts on like fat loss and stuff. And it's really really mental how it's small small impacts on small impacts like almost across the board across loads of different things, which is excellent. Um, but obviously, when it comes to so you so you miss out on those on those from fish and then like different B vitamins and and things from um, like red meats and iron and zinc and obviously you can just as long as you're aware of what you're missing out on you can absolutely just replace it with with um like you can supplement with it yeah but it's important to 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 know that and to make sure that you do it just makes yeah. everything that little bit harder when for the the main reason like a lot of people are doing. A, a diet is to lose weight mm -hmm. um, and it makes you think about a lot of other things and makes the whole process a lot harder when it is a process that most people struggle with already so I suppose it's like it's a good idea if we if we go back to so again if we assume that the main reason someone's doing a diet is to lose weight 
which will almost always um, make you more healthy anyway, especially if you're, if you're overweight. Losing weight is probably the biggest thing you can do to improve your overall health. So then it comes back to like just the, the main principles of what is important for, for fat loss or weight mm -hmm. loss. Then. Yeah, so like so Ali said earlier, any kind of named diet really just has this set of rules that you have to abide by. And to be honest, that for some people is a really like it's a really good way because it just puts things in, in black and white. So like I can eat this, I can't eat that. But it doesn't actually lead you to understand the principles of why that's actually happening. It's just a, a black and white, eat this, don't eat that, and you will drop weight. And for the most, like, the, the reason you'll drop weight is because that diet will put you into a calorie deficit. Um, and that, that is the principle of, of energy balance. That's that's the, the underlying principle that you, you can abide by that, whether, like, you're, ju you're on a named diet or whether you're just actually learning about nutrition and sort of dieting, like, in, like, in a sort of evidence-based way, for, like, if, if you like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So those, so the the sort of the main things, the main principles you want to be thinking about when we're dieting for weight loss are being in a calorie deficit, um, using more energy than you consume in a day, then hitting our protein goals, mm -hmm. and then pretty much everything else is like extra bonuses. Yeah, I mean, like, so number one certainly is calories. Um, and you know, number two for um, for fat loss probably is protein because if protein is adequate, then we're going to retain, if not potentially build, depending on our training experience, um, some muscle mass, which is mean, which is essentially going to mean that <clears throat> it's not just for bodybuilders. Like, if you want to look better naked, you probably want to have as much muscle as possible um, when you diet uh, as you diet down. Obviously, at some point, like. Um, you know, haven't got to be building muscle forever, no. but most people have less muscle than um, than they would like anyway. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's always a good idea to make sure that your protein intake are in, in a good place. And then obviously, like fruits and vegetables are excellent. Um, eating a real diverse range of those, or just a diverse diverse range of, um, of foods in general, is going to have a really positive impact on like overall health and like your your gut health and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's one thing I think with veganism, people often like jump sort of two footed straight into it and say, oh, I felt amazing. Like mm -hmm. definitely it's like the silver bullet, like it just fixed my life. And often it's because they've, they, they've gone like really, really into the sort of the whole food vegan thing. They've eaten shed loads more fruit and veg, loads more fiber. Mm -hmm. It's like, of course you feel better. Yeah, it's a great thing. <laughs> Pretty like much everyone should do their best to eat loads more fruit and veg than they're eating now because... There's probably that's probably the one thing that everyone should do more of. Absolutely, hundred yeah, percent. That's the thing when it comes to like um, a named diet per se. Like it creates these set of rules that Tom, like like Tom said, in some instances is beneficial. Um, but then the problem with that is, for most people, those rules just don't aren't relevant to their like circumstances and or life or whatever it is. Or like, they, like it's just they haven't got it doesn't fit with them. Yeah. And so you've got to find a way that you can eat the way you want to eat that abides by calories, protein, fruit, like like vegetables, getting a decent chunk of those in, um, but allows you to eat in a manner that you sort of like don't mind and kind of like actually enjoy. Yeah. And for some people, being completely vegan does that. 
Yeah. And that's cool. Like that's it's great. Go ahead and do that. But most people, it doesn't. And also, for most people who go vegan, like we were saying at the start, it's a it's because they want to lose body fat. And so, if they just become vegan, it's so easy to still eat too many calories. Yeah. yeah. Like especially now when you've got so many different options of like vegan cakes. You've got like well, vegan junk food places like literally yeah. open <laughs> yeah. is vegan junk food. So, yeah. yeah, like. Before, I mean, what, five, ten years ago, it, it kind of was quite hard to overconsume calories if you're only eating plant-based food. Because yeah, yeah. you, could, you, you could only buy plants or plant-based food and that, but you couldn't really buy much else. There wasn't loads of recipes to follow. And, whereas now, you can easily, you couldn't smash a shitload of calories through just vegan food. I mean, I had a vegan hour the other day. It was banging, but yeah. like, it was shitload of calories. Yeah. So it's not, it's, 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 it wasn't any more healthy than having an hour. Yeah. Like, but that's the idea is like, and by the way, for those who don't know, Aoi is like a fucking quality burger place in Bristol. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like proper. Um, and they've opened up a specific mm-hmm. like vegan restaurant, haven't they? Yeah, which Aoi is vegan. Which is excellent. Um, it's, it's, it's great, but it's no better than, than, than uh, like for your overall health, like you're consuming a shitload of calories in a really small window. It's, it's not the best idea. In, to, to, to do regularly and so if you if your idea of going like uh, um one of our mates decided like six months 12 months ago before he was um actually our mate he was going to go vegan for uh, his fight camp and it's and it's like that's so stupid because now you haven't quantified your actual how much weight you need to lose in a specific time, you're just rolling the dice and going, I hope this works, Yeah. which is a stupid idea. You can literally go, I want to lose this much body weight. I'm going to essentially calculate what I need to do to get that to, 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 be, to be achieved. And that's the other thing. It's like, you can do, you can literally do that. And then as long as you adhere to that deficit, you get what you want. And you could do that and eat vegan. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And you could do that and, and, and eat low carb. And you could do that and do whatever you want. But there's, if you don't quantify the total calories that you're consuming, you are literally rolling the dice and hoping things work. Yeah, for sure. I think another reason a lot of people go vegan as well is because there's always all, all, all these sort of articles in the Daily Mail and sort of like anecdotal kind of studies where people go from eating loads and loads of sort of processed meats and they cut that out and their health then improves or like risk of cancer goes down or that sort of yeah, thing. Yeah. But actually, a lot of those studies are actually sort of correlation rather than kind of causation because they, they, they don't take into account necessarily sort of like lifestyle factors. So like a lot of people that eat a lot of processed meat also don't do any kind of training or exercise. Yeah. They smoke, they drink, all these other kind of behaviors that when people cut that out and become kind of more health conscious, they kind of stop doing those things and, and add in kind of behaviors that are, like add to health as well. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's not just a case of like cutting out a load of processed meat will make you healthier. For mo- like for most people, probably limiting the amount of processed meat that you have is a good idea, particularly if you don't eat ma- many vegetables. But that's not to say you have to cut it out completely to improve your health. That's mm-hmm. not like not the case at all. Yeah, absolutely. And um, probably good to add here, um, what's an even more terrible idea than a vegan diet is a carnivore diet. Oh, if you eat a carnivore diet... You're a fucking retard. Yeah. <laughs> um, and 
there's there's pretty much no caveat to that one. Like that yeah. is just a <laughs> fucking terrible idea. Yeah, that is a, that is what we should rename this episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most useless idea ever. I cannot even believe like. It's a thing and has some. Has that some that makes me boily, and yeah. I'm not even fucking. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I'm not sorry I'm, that, that makes me. It's boily. unbelievable. Like, what? What, 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 <laughs> what do you mean? You're gonna only that eat noise. Me? We should slip <laughs> that noise. Yeah. Ali going. <laughs> 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 just, having a meltdown. <laughs> it's unbelievable. It's you only eat meat. What what went through your head when you thought that was a that was a good strategy? Can you imagine how awful you feel all but the like, time? And then, but the thing is, like, for some really this is again like those things where like for some really really few people who just like you know react really badly to like fermentable fibers, yeah. they cut out some of like or a lot of those foods and go, I feel great. And it's not because they're eating shitloads of meat; they've just given their like digestive tract a bit of a like a, for lack of a better term, like a bit of a rest or it's almost like they've done an elimination diet. Yeah. And, and suddenly they feel better. It's like, okay, yeah, you might because you might be someone, one of those few people that react to, you know, some people can't eat broccoli, onions, like diff- foods with different FODMAPs in and they are actually foods that are really, really typically your vegetables. Um, foods that are like um, sort of feed your gut microbiome by fermenting in your gut typically would be deemed as overall healthy in some people with like IBS or whatever else they aren't they literally need to avoid those foods because they cause distress in their gut and so for those few people that eliminate those foods suddenly eat this ridiculous carnivore diet they feel better they then go and tell the whole world oh this is this this is amazing and it's just like you're such an idiot it's just crazy it's a terrible idea terrible idea awful diet much, much, much worse than veganism. Much, much, much worse than veganism. Just quickly circling back to veganism, the another reason why it might be um, kind of hard, and if you don't, if you weren't aware of this, it might potentially hinder the amount of progress you can make in the gym. Is because typically vegan sources of well, not typically, this is a fact. Sources of protein are just a little bit. They have a little bit less. Um, leucine in them which is a specific amino acid that essentially is the key driver for stimulating MPS or muscle protein synthesis Um, and so because they have a little bit less leucine in them um, it typically means you have to eat a little bit more um, protein from that source so if you are vegan and let's say we normally say you know you want to have between sort of like 30 and 40 grams of protein per, per meal you probably want to push it up to that upper limit. But then in some people, that can actually be quite hard because it means you're eating yeah. a shitload of food. Yeah, um, especially. So that's one of the other issues out of veganism is just to get protein in sometimes. Mm-hmm. We're not absolutely not being one of those people that say, like, where do you get your protein from? Because there's plenty of sources you can get it from. But generally, vegan sources of protein come attached to either some fat, like mm-hmm. tofu and that, or some carbs. So, mm-hmm. like, legumes gets touted a lot as, like, being a good source of protein and they, they have protein but you've got to eat your way through quite a lot of calories and carbs to get that protein yeah. so you, it's just it's not that it's impossible to do it's just that it does take that much more thinking about again it does yeah in advance and yeah. in this instance it actually might be worth considering getting 
um, sort of BCAAs. Yep. This is about the only instance you can think of where they're actually like <laughs> useful. And if you, you know, that then you could easily have 25 grams of protein in a, in a normal meal, whatever it is, and just have that with, you know, four to six grams of BCAAs. And then you do exactly the same job that you would be doing if you're eating meat. Ali had a really nice uh, analogy about um, just amino acids generally. So like protein is obviously made up of a load of amino acids. Some of them are essential, which means your body can't produce them. Some of them are non-essential, so your body can produce them from other things. Um, basically, where, like we want protein that's got a wide, like a wide range of them and including leucine in that. So if you think of a building site, all your sort of amino acids are your kind of building blocks, your bricks, all the, all the stuff that's on a building site. Leucine is essentially a site manager that comes along and basically gives everyone a kick up the ass to actually do do something. Um, so if you don't get like hit your sort of leucine threshold, uh, is that right? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you don't hit leucine thresholds, you're just like limiting sort of your, like the kind of potential for uh, building as much muscle mass as possible. Absolutely true. I just want to preface that. I didn't make that up. <laughs> well, I heard it from you. <laughs> yeah, 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 right. I, I can't, I, I think, I can't remember who I heard it from, but, um, that is, yeah, that's definitely true. I, I, that wasn't me making that up there. No. It's a very, very great analogy. So if you know who to credit that to, that we're giving them the credit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we just don't remember who that is. Also, I don't think you can trademark analogies anyway. So. No, you can't. So I made it up. Yeah. yeah. So you that is the hybrid analogy. Right. Um, we are getting towards our are. time limit. Is there anything this else? Is a good idea if you want to save the environment. That is actually true. <laughs> um, did you know the meat industry uh, is equivalent to essentially the whole automotive industry in terms of um, greenhouse gas emissions? Planes, cars. That's crazy. There's many, isn't it? There's many in it. Many. And also, ninety-seven um, percent of the calories that you give livestock uh, is lost in, is... in terms of the calories that you get out of the meat. That is pretty so, wasteful, isn't it? It's terrible, really. This is the other thing. It's like, but the other thing is, meat tastes great. Yeah, and I'm not willing to give it up. But nope. hopefully, in five or ten years, most there'll, there'll be a really, really quality lab-produced meat that tastes basically exactly the same. Yeah, yeah. And that will just solve all those issues, um, and you can keep eating great meat and. Thank God for stem cells. Yeah, by the way, there's actually like yeah. really good. There's, 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 it's quite. There's um a few burger chains in the states now that yes. literally produce that their burgers are lab are, are lab produced meat, and apparently they're amazing. That's great. That'd be so cool. Yeah, class, it? wouldn't it? Yeah, That'd be fucking excellent. And like, so it's just don't it's, have to kill animals. Yep. Yeah. Just have tissue samples. Mm -hmm. And then you can have excellent meat. Be and great. So, be alright for the environment and shit, and poor animals will get fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing, like when, like when I say like, oh, this is, it's not waffle actually. No, no waffling. Waffle a little bit. Um, when I'm like, ah, oh, there's no point fucking recycling. Yeah. It's like that is a solution that solves so much. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, if there's, the, I think the, the, recycling the, the, helps though. The, but it's like. If I personally recycle or not, it's going to have no impact on overall um, plastic, really. I think we need to rewatch that Kurtzgat video. If about, me personally uh, recycle it, I agree. If lots of people, the compound is a lot, but if me personally does anything, it's going to have almost no impact on the overall. But if everyone took that attitude. Right, but that's the point. Not everyone does. Of course. So, so that, my that point is, is, me personally doing anything is kind of a bit pointless. 
But yeah. everyone could just take that attitude. Right, but not everyone does. I know not everyone does. Yeah, it's but like you're still the, a minority because most people are like, heads like you. It's like, <laughs> don't take any fucking like, it's like, social responsibility. It's like um, voting. My actual vote makes no impact. So I could happily not vote and I wouldn't really mind. That's a bad way to think about things. But it makes no impact. My actual vote doesn't have an impact. Whether I vote is not going to be like the tipping point of what yes or no. But it no, could be. But it won't be, will it? When has a vote ever been decided by one vote? No, but that's not. That isn't the point, though. No, no, but that's, fine, but that's the no, point. No, but it's I'm still making. not the point. Is Whether it? I actually vote or not, me personally, it makes no impact. I agree. If everyone has that 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 view, no one would vote. But that's not the case. Yeah, but so in the terms of recycling, <laughs> it's different again because it is still a minority of people that, that recycle enough. Mm. And also, you actively go out of your way to create more waste. <laughs> you, you consume and create more waste than I would say two average people. Hundred percent. Maybe I don't know if that's true. Yeah, no, definitely two. You average. create a lot of waste, to be fair. But what do you eat? You eat in a day. <laughs> average four and a half thousand calories. Mm. That's more. That's more than yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably so three you, times for yeah, a small yeah. woman. You probably can create as much waste and consume about three times as much as Becky Ryan does. That's true. And she recycles. And she recycles. <laughs> so you should at least re- recycle like for half of what you do to Have compensate for... Have you seen the recycling for... at the front? It's got some paper in it. <laughs> so it's got a pan that you <laughs> Right. This now is too much waffle. I didn't think it would go on um, too much waffle. That's a too long episode. Look at that, 20 minutes. That's right, that'll do. That's perfect. I think that was a good episode. Uh, if you, even if you don't agree with us, still give us five stars because we'll try and improve the service. And also send, but then just send us your hate yeah. mail as well. So give us five stars and send us your hate mail and then we can respond to the hate mail. So that'd be good. Um, and share us with your friends. Subscribe. Give us five stars and you can check us out at at Hybrid Coaching. Hybrid underscore coaching. Hybrid underscore coaching. Hybrid spelled with a three, just and in case anyone didn't know. Hybrid coaching on Facebook. Should and we, um, you could join the hybrid coaching free community. Could yep. we spell out hybrid? Yeah. It is not spelled hybrid. H-Y-3-R-I-D. <laughs> it's really clever, the three acts as a B. Because there's three of us, and also a three looks like a bit of a B without the line at the back. And we also do mostly body weights, barbells and bodybuilding. Which all start with a B. Yeah. So it really is quite, it's really, quite it's really incredible. incredible. <laughs> it's, really, um, it's really intertwined. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you very much. Oh gosh, I can't find the stop button. See ya. <laughs>